Hi, my name is Donna, and I'm telling a story of how I went on a Tinder date and he was possessed by a demon. So the story kind of starts off with me coming back from living in Hawaii. I was going through like a really bad breakup and I lived out in Hawaii for a bit to get over that breakup. And so when I came back, I was kind of like in a reckless mindset, just going on dates without vetting the guy first or like, you know, just trusting a little bit too much. Um, so I ended up swiping right on this guy on tinder we meet up at this restaurant bar and um you know everything seemed fine at first he just seemed a little bit off he had like really dilated eyes which was one of the first things i noticed was his eyes were like super black and i could tell that he has green eyes naturally but his eyes were like dilated so i was like well that could be drugs you know that could be a lot of different things but that was like the first thing i noticed And then he had this really weird laugh to the point where it was so loud and quirky that everyone in the restaurant would turn and look and look at me like to see if I'm okay because- Oh my, was it like demonic? It was just like very scary laugh. I don't even know how to replicate it. It was was creepy. So- um, That sounds like my laugh naturally, kind of. (laughs) (laughs) It really does. Like when I'm like not trying, like- No girl, everyone was like, ma'am, like are you fine? Like are you fine? And so we had okay conversation. Um, We ended up deciding to go to this rooftop bar afterwards together. And so we rode in my car. We went to the rooftop bar right down the street and we're dancing. The vibe was okay. I had like one drink. Then I see this girl, she's like getting groped on by this man and she's very intoxicated. I can tell she's uncomfortable and she's kind of getting taken advantage of in situation because she's like, not really all there Mm -hmm. and so i just asked her like are you okay like are you fine and the guy gets mad and like pulls her away from me and so i the guy she was with the guy she was with and so then she kind of just got taken away by the crowd and i went back to the guy i was on the date with and i um told him i was like yeah i feel really nervous about this girl i feel like something's going on she's not really like all there and he was like, well, if that's the case, that's her fault because she put herself in that situation. So at that moment, I was just like, who am I on a date with? Because yeah. why would anyone say, you know, that someone deserves to be taken advantage of? Mm-hmm. So we are dancing, whatever. I just kind of ignored it. At the time, again, I'm like super early 20s. So very naive, very just trying to be okay with any red flags, you know, even if they are there. And um, we're just dancing. And then I decided to go back with him to his place. Again, very naive. But also back then, Netflix and chilling was very normalized. It's not how it is nowadays in 2023, where you're very skeptical of going somewhere with someone. Um, But I ended up going back with him to his place, not to like do anything, but just to try to, I guess, Netflix and chill. I was going through that breakup. And I feel like I tried to make everybody my boyfriend. And so I went back with him and as we're on the elevator going up to his place, he casually brings up that he does coke, like cocaine. And I was like, okay. Uh, And so he was just like, I mean, at least it's not heroin. And I was like, yeah, at least it's not heroin, but whatever. And do you think he was telling you because he wanted you to do it with him? Or probably, like, okay. I don't know. And like just normalizing it right. or trying to see where I'm at with right. it. Like seeing if you were into it. Yeah. And so then we go up to his apartment. He goes in the bathroom and he comes out and his ba- his pants are just like undone. And I was like, uh, your pants are undone. And he was like, oh, I didn't even notice. And just like casually buttons his pants. 
And so then at that moment, I started to realize that something was kind of weird. He didn't have a TV in his place, which was really weird to me. And he was like, yeah, well, maybe if you become my girlfriend, like I'll get a TV. And it was just, I don't know, it was making me very uncomfortable. And um, so then we just start sitting there and talking. And I'm one of those people that when I talk to someone, I can kind of get deep with anybody. So like I'm sitting there getting deep with him about his life and his past, his past relationships. And I all of a sudden just ask him, like, where do you stand with God? Like, what is what is your um, opinion on your faith in God? And he just got really serious and had like a really scary face and was just like, don't ever ask me that question again. And I was like, why? And he just was like, let me just put it this way. Like, this is God and this is me. And I was like, okay. He's like, I serve a higher power. And then he just starts going in on like all these crazy, like dark analogies that he, I don't know, I guess studies. And he was telling me, yeah, sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and I see this dark figure in the corner of my room. And I was like, well, that's really scary. He's like, but it's not scary to me. Like, I actually like it. Like, I enjoy darkness. And I was like trying to pretend that everything he was saying was normal because I could tell that he saw my reaction and could see that I was triggered and I didn't want him to like, I don't know, react to that. Yeah. So I was just acting like everything he was saying was normal. I was kind of acting like a little psycho, like psychiatrist, like, oh yeah, like that's fine. Maybe, you know, that dark spirit's coming because you're a, such a pure person and it's attracted to you because of you have such mm-hmm. light. He's like, no, I don't think I have light at all. And just like everything I was saying, he was like a devil advocate for like everything I was saying he was rebutting. And um, so I just was talking to him about the Bible. I was talking to him about why I love God and why I like the experiences I've had that proved to me that there can't there's no other option that God is, you know, real. And he was just like combating me with darkness. Everything I was saying in light, he was coming back with darkness. And it was just like back and forth. And it was really crazy. And um, I just remember I started speaking to him about scripture and I was saying scripture that I've never memorized before in my life. Like it just came from somewhere. Like I was spitting it out and it was just like natural to me. And um, he was getting mad. Like the whole time I'm saying these things, he's just getting mad coming back at me with reasons why that's not possible and reasons why whatever he worships is more valid. It literally sounds like a battle between like light and darkness. Yeah. That's crazy. Yes. And so I, um, he all of a sudden then says, well, I have this other thing that I've never really told anybody. Um, but I don't know if I can tell you. And I was like, what? Like, I'm just pretending like I can be a confidant just so he can tell me, I guess. And I'm honestly really nervous at this point, but just going along with it. And so he was like, I am not from here. And I was like, where are you from? And he was like, I'm from space. I was like, oh, you're from space. Like just acting like it's completely normal. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I came like I came down here as a star and I'm like from space. And I was like, well, that's cr-. I was like, well, didn't you say you have a twin? Like you have a uh, sister as a twin. Is she from space, too? And he was like, yeah, she is. And I was just like going along with it. And then eventually we just keep talking, talking ends up being like three o'clock in the morning. And I was like, okay, so I have to get ready to go. Like um, my brother has a dentist appointment in the morning. I have to bring him. So I try to use that as an excuse. And he was like, I feel like I can't let you leave. And I was like, why? I mean, I'm just gonna 
I'll, I mean, I was actually going to reach out to you um, later this week or maybe tomorrow to go on a hike. So, like I tried to like make up plans so yeah. that he made and made him feel that I was actually into this. And so um, he's like, I don't know. I just feel like you're never going to talk to me again. I was like, no, I think we really bonded. Like we had a very deep conversation. Mm-hmm. Like we're totally connecting. And um, yeah, no, I just have to bring my brother to his appointment. So I don't want to be late. And he was very skeptical, but he let me leave. And I remember just going to my car and like all the adrenaline that I had just left my body and I was just scared. Like I was super scared then. Like I wasn't as scared in the apartment because the adrenaline was in me. Yeah. But when I got in my car and I'm in the dark and it's like three o'clock in the morning, I was like so creeped out driving home. And I went out at the time I was living with my parents. So I went to my brother's room and I woke both of them up and I was just like telling them what happened. And they were like, well, don't block him because you kind of want to see what moves he makes. Like you don't want to completely cut him off because then what if he tries to find you or something? Yeah. And Did you feel like everything he was saying, like the space stuff and all that, do you feel like it was coming from a place of like somebody that was using drugs or did it feel like darker than that? That's what I thought at first, that it was just drugs, okay, drug related until um, I, I, a couple weeks later. Okay. So... Like I said, I, you know, talked to my brothers. They told me not to block him. I got calls the next day. I wasn't answering. So he started getting really mad. And he was like, he was calling you. Yeah. He was leaving me voicemails, telling me that I'm all kinds of names and just really mad. And I'm like, I have only hung out with you one time. I don't have any relation to you. So it's weird that, you know, somebody would get that mad Mm -hmm. over not talking after a date. Right, and he doesn't even know you. He doesn't even know me. But like that made – you made a good point too because some people don't understand this. But I was telling my friends like with some guys, even if there's not much history there, you know how like there's some guys that you go on a date with and you know that you can just cut them off and it's fine. It just Mm -hmm. didn't work out. Right. But then there's some that like you just have this weird gut feeling that you're almost like, I'm just going to like play it cool and be nice just because I feel like that's safer than just – Cutting them off. No, really. And I feel like that's the kind of vibes that Uh this guy gave. Yeah, you definitely can tell when it's – there's some sketchiness going on. Like he might kill you. Right. Type of vibe. Right. So, yeah, I ended up – he was calling me and I didn't answer. And then a week – or I think it was a week later, my best friend that I haven't talked to – I haven't talked to her in like two years at that time. We had like had a – fallen out before I moved to Hawaii she didn't even know I moved to Hawaii like we hadn't talked for a while um didn't even follow each other on IG like I didn't even know what was going on in her life and she was like my best best friend we decided to reach out to each other or I reached out to her and I said why did we ever stop talking like let's you know make amends Mm -hmm. that was like two years ago so she's like yeah you're totally right come over to my place like I moved into this apartment and da 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 so I go over to her place And everything's good. We're like talking about, you know, just my Hawaii situation and everything. And then I bring up that date and I just casually bring it up to her. And she's like, wow, that's so weird. Mm -hmm. Um, But we move on. We start talking about something else. We start getting ready because I think we were going out that night or something. And while she's like in the bathroom doing her makeup, I was like, oh, my God, I have this video of the guy because I took it of him or whatever when we went out. And she's like, really? And I show it to her and she instantly just falls to the floor and is having like a full on panic attack and is like crying. 
And I've never seen her do this before. She's never had a panic attack around me or anything like that. Um, and she's just like, oh my God, I know, I, I've seen him before. And I was like, what do you mean? I thought she said like she went on a date with him before yeah. or she had some type of situation with him. She's like, no, I've never seen him in person. I've been having this reoccurring dream every single night for the past like week. And she said, and it it's like a sleep paralysis dream where I feel like I'm awake and it's him, literally him standing at the end of my bed and his eyes are just like that, like super black. But then it com- the blackness spreads and then it becomes like two black holes that I'm just looking into. And it's been happening every single night. And she was like, the only way it doesn't happen is when someone sleeps with me. So when my boyfriend sleeps over, it doesn't happen. And it was just, it was crazy because she was crying and she was just like, you need to delete that out your phone right now, which I did delete the video out of my phone, which I kind of regret. But she was like, yeah, you need to delete that, that energy, just get that out of your phone. So moving forward, she kept having the dreams for um, like a couple days and we tried to like reevaluate why she was having the dreams mm-hmm. of him and why her, not me, and what transpired. And she mentioned to me that a month or two ago or a month or two before, she was messing with medallions, like trying to tap into the spirit world to talk to her baby cousin who had passed away. And mind you, we don't do any, like usually we don't mess with anything like that. Like she, her, her and I are both Christians and just never mess with Ouija boards, nothing like that's not even like a thought that crosses our mind. But for some reason, she decided to do it. And so our hypothesis, I guess, is that because she was messing with that kind of thing and opening those doors and windows, like it attached to her and not me, whatever it is, it attached to her and not me. And um, she, I guess, is the closest thing to me that was messing in that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. So she had the dreams every night. I tried to like sleep over as much as I could so she wouldn't have the dreams. And then um, eventually her and her roommate came up with the idea that we do like a prayer circle type thing and try to pray over the situation and maybe make it go away. So I came over and it was me, her, her roommate and her roommate's friend. And the three of us just like sat in a circle and um, we pulled out our Bibles And I just randomly turn to like a page in the Bible and I just start reading scripture. And then I go ahead and pray. And when I prayed, the same thing happened to me that happened to me when I was talking to the guy on the date. Like the prayer came from somewhere. I don't know because I didn't know what I was saying. Like I didn't know the scripture I was saying in my prayer. I was just like spitting so much knowledge that I had no recollection of. And um, yeah, after that, she didn't have dreams anymore at all. And she was like, it's, it's never happened. And every time we bring it up now, we kind of get nervous to like trigger it or for anything to come back. But to this day, I still don't know what he is or what that was or. So did he ever stop calling? Yeah. He eventually stopped. I actually, I blocked him eventually. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. like you never talked to him again after that situation. Oh. Oh, actually I, before I blocked him, he called me and left a voicemail saying that his sister died. And I don't know if that's true. His twin from space. His twin from space died. I don't know if that's true or if he was just trying to get me to call back, but it's just weird either way because I don't know you enough for you to, even if your sister did die, I don't know you enough to even call me and tell me that. It just makes you wonder too, like, it just seems so demonic. Yeah. 
And like the fact that like, I feel like religion was tied into it and like your best friend with the dreams. It's like, that is crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I feel like it's demonic. I don't feel like he was like, he might've been a person, but I think he was like No, definitely something was attached to him. Yeah. For sure. And it's scary too, because it's like Tinder dates and dates in general, like blind dates, whatever app you're on, or if you, even if you meet somebody at the gym, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? You don't know them. Going on dates with people, it can be scary because you don't know what's going to happen. And I think a lot of people form this like attachment or this stalking kind of thing that they do. And it's fucking terrifying. Like, and that's the thing too, is like, I feel like if somebody likes you and you don't even like them that much, it's like you have no control of like how they're going to react next. Exactly, exactly. And yeah, I do think like the situation when I replayed in my head when he talked about space and stuff like that, I kind of think there may have been truth, not to the space part, but just him being from somewhere else yeah. because it's not him. It's the per- the demon or whatever it was in him speaking for him. And um, I've done research on it now because I, I mean, the Bible is very like metaphorical. It doesn't have like direct answers to stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I've done research and they've said that there is like three different heavens. And they said that space apparently is like the second heaven and it's where evil lies. So I don't know if like that's tied into what he was talking about. Like he maybe did come from there. Well, even the fact that you were like spitting out scripture that like it it just came naturally to you in that moment. I had no fear. It was crazy. It was like the Holy Ghost literally over me. And I just felt powerful and not even mad. I was just like, he was mad. He was coming back very angry. And I was just like naturally, easily saying what I had to say. And I don't know where that information came from. And it's interesting too, because I feel like your story serves for like two purposes. Like one, it brings awareness of like what can really happen from Mm -hmm. an innocent date because there's no really, I don't feel like there's a way that we can prevent these things from happening because dates is how you meet people. That's how Mm -hmm. you get out and socialize. So they're normal. But like people are crazy and scary. But then Mm -hmm. at the same time, I feel like it ties that like faith and religion into it because it shows in a way like you were obviously protected by your higher power right? in that moment. Because like, I feel like you could have easily as a normal girl gotten terrified. Uh, Who knows what, I mean, you don't know what you're going to do in those moments. Exactly. Yeah. I think if I would have shown signs of fear, he definitely would have reacted differently. Right. Or like, what if you would have reacted like you're crazy? Like Mm -hmm. what, who knows what he would have done? Yeah. I just can't believe your friend was dreaming of this guy. Like that's the part of the story that like, that's insane. I know. And I talked to her about this podcast Mm -hmm. before I came and she was just like going over the details of me. She's like, make sure you get it right. Like, yeah, yeah, this is, and this happened probably seven years ago. Wow. So we, even to this day, we'll like, it's if we bring it up, we'll be like, yeah, you know, the thing that happened, like yeah. we don't want to say it out loud because we're so like creeped out by that situation. Um, but yeah, it definitely grew our, our friendship very yeah. strong. <laughs> Have you gone on any dates since? I'm married now. Oh, wow. Yeah, there you I'm, go. I'm a mom and married. Yeah. Okay. But. Yeah, it was definitely a reckless time of my life. But like after that, do you feel like it kind of like put a hold in your dating life? Would yeah, you say? it definitely made me more aware okay. and I vetted guys out more. Um, and I put in my um, like the features when you go on the dating app, yeah. Christian, like okay. go ahead and just I think before I was kind of like, oh, well, if they're not Christian. It's OK. Yeah. Like 
I can, you know, work with that. No, you have to believe in what I believe because there's a lot of things that people can believe. That's true. And I think I was naive in thinking that, oh, well, if he's not a Christian, like it's fine. But like people can actually worship the devil. Like I think I was naive to think that people don't worship the devil. Right. You know, and you could cross paths with that type of person. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Ever since then, I just put Christian on my apps and no, I had no problems yeah. after that. I had amazing dates on Hinge and whatever. And guys usually would immediately pray at our, you know, at our dinner yeah. or whatever. So I knew I was good. Right. But I mean, I always say, too, I feel like you're the experiences that happen to us happen for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it obviously, in a way, only made your relationship with God and your faith stronger because yes. it kind of showed to you like, wow. Just as real as evil is, so is mm-hmm. good, you know? And I feel like, too, obviously, in a way, it brought you and your friend closer and yeah. you guys have this thing. And and like you said, too, awareness, which is so important when it yeah. comes to dating and just – it's a scary world that we live in. It really is. And like as a Christian, I know you just have to pray that those people reveal themselves, yeah. their true selves, because even a Christian man can be a false prophet and, you know, oh, for use sure. that as his cover. But he's really like – I've had a friend that was married to a Christian man and he would use religion to like emotionally abuse her. So it's not always the end all be all. Right. But you have to just hope that God will reveal that person's true truth. Yeah. You know, 